It's The Takeaway. I'm MHP, and we are still giving you a behind-the-scenes look at how The Takeaway gets made with our fantastic control room team. Up next, you're going to hear from our girl, line producer, Jackie Martin. What's up, Melissa? All right, Jackie is our Wu-Tang-loving, say-it-like-it-absolutely-is member of the CR team. She gets up early to edit and update scripts, sends Zoom link to guests, and once we record in the morning, Jackie edits it all. And she does so with unparalleled speed and accuracy. On guard, I'll let you try my Wu-Tang style. Jackie also loves when things go a little sideways in the morning. I mean, it's kind of wild if a guest cancels or a stand-in host gets sick and she has to find replacements, regular people would freak out. I'm freaking out, man. You are freaking out, man. Jackie's like, oh, I was made for this moment. And she does all of it while getting her own little one ready for school and most recently has added an adorable new puppy named Echo to the mix. (laughs) Jackie, how do you do it all, ma'am? I do not know. I do it though. (laughs) Now, you have an extraordinary background, like all the jobs. Tell us a little bit about some of the most interesting gigs you've had. I was in the Air Force, the best force for five years. And they trained me to be a surgical technologist. And when I got out, I did that on civilian side for, I don't know, 11 years or something. And then I went back to school using my GI Bill and I was drawn into communications and journalism and production. And then I started doing sports radio. I worked for Howard Stern, which is where I met my husband, and that's how I landed here. Um, any differences between me and Howard Stern? Oh my <laughs> No, you guys are exactly like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, it's funny because he's actually super professional outside of his on-air persona. So like he's very nice and he remembers everyone's name and he's he's not who he is on the radio behind the scenes he's a really he's a decent person and he's a good boss so i have no complaints help folks to understand what it means when you say you are editing and cutting what is i mean it's not a physical piece of tape you're cutting what is it you're doing so i grab the audio files once the guys are done recording them and once you've had your interview with the guest and let's say the interview is long I try to get 22 minutes into four minutes and 10 seconds. So I decide what's the best parts of the interview, what's accurate, because I never want something to go on air that's inaccurate. I always want you to sound your best. And I hate having notes in the Slack channel after. So I try to make it as good as I can the first time because I really hate when it's like, oh, you missed this. So that's just my like brain being like, I try to get it right the first time. All right. So we might call that editorial integrity. When you are trying to get a long interview, because sometimes maybe the host went too long, and you're Mm. trying to get a a long interview into a shorter time frame that we've got between our commercial breaks, and you're trying to make sure that things are right, Are there guidelines that you use in your own head in terms of what you keep and what you toss? 
Absolutely. So I never try to mess with the integrity of the answer. So let's say you ask a question and the guest gives a super long answer, but there's like a lot of fluff in the middle that people don't need. I make sure I get rid of the fluff, but nothing that would change the integrity of the answer. The same thing with your questions. Let's say you ask a super long question that could have been four words. I try to just make it as short as I can and to the point as I can without, again, messing with the integrity of the question because I don't want ever, I don't want it to ever seem like I changed what you asked or how the guest answered. But if there's a lot of hemming and hawing and awing and umming and pauses and, you know, stumbles, somebody stumbles over a word and then says it correctly, I could edit that out, but I would never change what they say or what you say. I'm shocked. Are you saying that I use 20 words when just four would do? (laughs) Did I say that? (laughs) All right. Jackie also produces full segments for the show. I do sometimes. And as you told us earlier, Jackie, you're an Air Force veteran. You served honorably from 2000 to 2005. And that does shape some of the stories that you pitch and produce. Like this one. In 2008, season five of The L Word premiered with the character Tasha, a decorated Iraq war veteran being investigated under Don't Ask, Don't Tell. This is really stupid. We should just tell them they're our friends. Tell us what? Tasha's being held back because she's being investigated for homosexual conduct. Thousands of LGBTQ veterans faced similar experiences before Don't Ask, Don't Tell was repealed in 2011 by President Obama. During a virtual White House event on Monday, the Department of Veterans Affairs issued new guidance to provide full benefits to veterans who were discharged because of their sexual orientation or gender identity. Healthcare, pensions, housing assistance, homeless assistance programs, and a proper veterans burial benefits. All these vital aspects of civilian life have been out of reach to thousands of queer veterans until now. Now, tell me, what is it about this segment that made it one of your favorites? I did serve, and I served with a lot of my friends. I served during the time when it was Don't Ask, Don't Tell, and people were kicked out. And so when this happened, when veterans could receive their uh, their honorable status, I thought this was such a fantastic thing that the military did, and... The fact that you can be who you want to be in the military when honestly they were always there, it just really struck a chord with me. It needed to be on the takeaway. Now, there's some other kind of buckets of topics where your segments show up. You are a big time baseball fan. Yes, I'm a huge baseball fan. I played softball for 12 years, and I go around the country to see every baseball stadium. That's my bucket list, is to see every baseball stadium, hopefully before I'm 60. Hopefully. I love it. Now, I know that one of your proudest moments was when you booked a former Negro League baseball player. My name is Dennis Biddle, a former Negro League baseball player. I played 1953 and 54 with the Chicago American Giants. We had to strive to be better, just to prove how great we really are. We knew 
we had a chance with Jackie opening the door. But before then, they had no chance. Being a young man like I, many days, I, I wanted to go back home to mama. You know, I couldn't understand the treatment we were getting. And uh, I said to him, Mr. Robinson, did you ever think about quitting? Because I did. He said, son, I thought about it every day. He said, but I had made a promise that I would open the door so other young black men, players, will be able to play in the major league. Oh, Mr. Biddle was fantastic, Melissa. He had so many stories. He met Jackie Robinson, and he was just, he was a joy to book, and his wife is lovely, and he has an organization that helps ex-Negro League players try to get money that they deserve from the major leagues. You are such a baseball fan, Jackie, that you've even made an appearance as a guest here on The Takeaway. Do you remember joining me back in 2021 to talk about the MLB lockout? Because you were like on fire about this. Oh, Melissa, I was so furious because we had plans to go to the West Coast to see some spring training games and we couldn't go. So uh, me and my whole family, we had to, we went this year. It was fine. But when this lockdown happened, we had plans to go out there and we couldn't go. So, yeah, thank you so much for letting me come on the air and and uh, vent, let's say. But you kept it pretty clean in your venting, even though behind the scenes it may have been, you know, bleepable. Yeah, don't tell my secrets. <laughs> I was young when the first lockout happened, but I do remember it. And I recall a lot of people afterwards were disheartened and they didn't go to the games. My dad didn't watch it as much. It it affected the game. Jackie Martin, line producer for The Takeaway, if you could say one thing to either the owners or the players or just the whole MLB, what would you, as a representative of the fans, say about this? I would say... Sit down, hear each other out, and come to some kind of agreement. Obviously, be fair. I'm team players, of course, but we want baseball. And I I know it's easier for us to say, like, hurry, but get it done. Listen, if y'all ever doubted that we take different perspectives here on The Takeaway, knowing that our line producer is a Yankees fan and that our director is a Mets fan, tells you everything you need to know. Jackie Martin, thanks so much for joining me on this side of the mic here on The Takeaway. No problem. All right, Jackie, you have done some exceptional work here on The Takeaway. But even more than that, I got to say, mornings are not going to be the same without you. Um, You really, I think maybe it is that surgical Air Force training that when things start like going wild all around you, it's like you become a little still center. Um, And I just never have any doubt that no matter how over time, how wildly, you know, how many extra words I've used, or even how sometimes not particularly exciting and animating a guest is that you're always going to make it sound crisp and clean and beautiful. And it's really, it's artistry. Thank you so much, Melissa. I think I'm going to miss our mornings most of all. I love the takeaway. I love the the segments. I'm going to miss the entire show, but our mornings 
were magic. And I always felt centered. And even when things got chaotic, and I think it might have been the military training and surgical training that's like, radio is not life or death. It's it's not life and death. It is fun and it's entertainment and but it's information and it's important and you just have to get it on the air and you have to do it and enjoy it because it's a great job and people don't realize it's it's fun and you just have to enjoy what you do. Mm-hmm.